The Ramchal is giving us examples of people in Jewish history who may have been great people, uh, may have been Hasidim, may have been on a great level, but because they didn't have a proper shikul hadas, they didn't think through all the possible long-term ramifications of their decisions, is it resulted in something terrible happening. Okay, he's trying to drive home the point that one needs to think carefully and do not be superficial. Um, something which looks good may not be good. Something which looks bad may not be bad. So now he goes on to the Gemara, famous Gemara of Kamsa and Bar Kamsa, coming off of Tishabav. That's one of the Tishabav Gemaras, where um, it, it says that the story of Bar Kamsa and Bar Kamsa resulted in the destruction of Jerusalem. And it says there was a man who was making a big party, and he had uh, a friend named Kamsa, and he hated someone else named Bar Kamsa. I may have the names reversed, but I think it's Kamsa. So he sent his messenger to go invite Kamsa to the party, and the men's messenger made a mistake, and he went and invited Bar Kamsa instead, someone who this, the host of the party hated. Bar Kamsa shows up, shows up at the party, and the host comes over to him and says, what are you doing here? Get out. And Bar Kamsa was so embarrassed, he says, please, please let me stay. Please don't humiliate me in front of everybody. Um, I'll pay for my, I'll pay for my anything that I eat myself. Please just don't embarrass me. And the guy said, no, get out. And he said, please let me stay. I'll pay for half of the whole, uh, half of the party. And the guy said, no, get out. And he says, I'll pay for your entire party. Please just don't embarrass me. Don't throw me. And he threw him out. And th- there was everybody who was at that party, including some of the great rabbis. And, and Bar Kamsas was so upset and so humiliated and so angry. He said, the rabbi, even the rabbis didn't do anything to prevent me from being humiliated. So he decided to get back at everyone. And he went to the Roman emperor and said, the Jews are rebelling against you. And the emperor said, what are you talking about? He says, I'll show you. Send a corbin to them, send an animal sacrifice to bring in their temple, and they're going to refuse to bring it even though it's from you, which would be an act of rebellion. So he says, okay. So he gave an animal to Bar Kamsa to bring back to Jerusalem. And Bar Kamsa slit the... Uh, I think it was the eye of the animal. He did he something which would have been which disqualified it from being able to be brought as a sacrifice in the temple, which means it would be usher to bring it uh, in the temple. But it's something which the Romans wouldn't really notice or even think is a problem. So he was setting them up. He was setting them up, and he um, brought it to them, and then it ended up causing a bit of a crisis. And, and the sages convened to try and decide what to do about it. On the one hand, on the one hand, this animal is not allowed to be brought as, a, as an offering. And on the other hand, it's from Caesar. And you're going to cause, it could cause huge problems if you refuse to bring it. And they understood that Barkamsa was stirring the pot, trying to cause trouble. Okay? So he says, says the Ramchal, the second temple was destroyed through the righteous, like righteousness like this, where someone did not weigh up a decision properly on the scales of righteousness. Um, in the incident of Bar Kamsa, so the Gemara says that when this happened and the animal was there, the, the, the Rabbanan, the sages said, let's, we'll bring the animal anyway, because this is an emergency situation, so we're going to have to bring it anyway. So piped up one of the sages, Rabbi Zechariah ben Avkoilas, and he said, you can't do that, because it's gonna, what is it gonna be? It's gonna be a bad example. People are gonna see that, and people are gonna, are gonna get the wrong message. They're gonna think, oh, you're allowed to bring, uh, blemished animal, animals on the altar in the temple, so it's gonna cause all kinds of problems. So they said, okay. So then the sages said, so what we're gonna do is we're going to quietly have Bar Kamsa killed, because he's a, he's a, he's a Rodef, he's an informer, he's trying, he's trying to bring the Roman authorities against us to kill us, so we're allowed to kill him. 
So Rabbi Zechariah ben Avkoilos pipes up again, and he says, you can't kill him. People are going to think that all he did was he tried to bring a, a blemished animal. And they're going to think that if you bring, you bring a blemished animal in the temple, it's the death penalty, and that's going to cause all kinds of trouble. So, so they didn't want to do it. So he was preventing the sages from, from following either of their plans. In the meantime, that Russia, that evil man, Bar Kamsa, he went back to the Roman emperor, and he said, you see, they refused to bring the animal, for, even though it's from you. Then, so Caesar said, they're rebelling against me. He sent the Roman legions. They came to, and they destroyed Jerusalem. Okay, and in regards to that incident, said the sage Rabbi Yochanan the Gomorrah, he said, the, the humility of Rabbi Zechariah, who had advised them not to kill the guy, not to bring the animal, his great humility, quote-unquote, destroyed our temple and burned and burned our temple and caused us to be exiled amongst the nations. So you see here that you cannot judge um, the righteousness of a deed by superficially, by how it appears. Rather, one needs to look this way and that way. You have to look, turn it over and over again, look at all the different aspects, all the sides of the question, um, so that the persons can use their intellect to try and see and try and judge truthfully um, whether or not this is something which is a good deed and which one should do it. Um, or avoid doing it if it's going to have negative consequences.